a Radio 191 FM podcast. It's uh, time for the deep dive, it's 9.45, and this week we are looking at uh, the Beatles' sixth album, Rubber Soul, which is um, much chiller than those previous four songs. But um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, so obviously the Beatles are one of the most famous bands of all time, so <laughs> a brief intro, um, which may not be needed, but regardless... Uh, the Beatles were formed in Liverpool in 1960. They're widely regarded as the most popular and influential band of all time. Uh, the classic lineup, which is the lineup for every one of their studio albums, is Paul McCartney on vocals and bass, amongst other things, uh, John Lennon on vocals and rhythm guitar, amongst other things, George Harrison on vocals and lead guitar, amongst other things, and Ringo Starr primarily on drums, occasionally on vocals, and um, occasionally on other things. Uh, they've released some of the most popular and influential albums ever written. They had a best-selling musical act of all time, holding the record for the most number one albums in the UK and the most number one uh, singles in the USA. All members have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, both individually and as part of the Beatles. Um, so that gives you a, a brief idea of how popular and successful they are as a musical group. Uh, moving on to Rubber Soul, which was released in 1965 and is one of my personal favourite albums of all time. It was released in 1965 after Help was released earlier in the year. Um, it was their sixth album and really demonstrates the shift in uh, the maturity of their songwriting and the complexity of the ideas demonstrated. It was their second album to contain only original material after A Hard Day's Night in 1964. And it really produced a massive shift in the music industry in terms of this is the first album or one of the first albums where every song in it was considered uh, good in its own right rather than just having singles and fillers singles to promote an album and then the rest of the album was just fillers apart from the singles. Um, it is widely recognised as an album that opened the scope of pop music in terms of lyrics and musical content and it's also widely regarded as one of the earliest uh, psychedelic and progressive uh, rock albums ever made. Um, yeah, and it's just a really awesome album in general. Let's move on to the first song we're going to look at tonight, Norwegian Wood, This Bird Has Flown, which was written by John Lennon. It's, um, it's the second song on the track, but uh, I think it's a good start to the psychedelic elements of this album. I really love the acoustic guitar in it. It's got that awesome mirth. It's the use of sitar... Uh, is really great. It's super revolutionary and really uh, gives you the first glimpse at the uh, psychedelic rock pumping, uh, popping out in uh, the Beatles' discography. The vocals, as always, throughout this entire album and their whole discography are on point. Um, they have this really awesome drone feel, which is, uh, you can see the Indian influences um, coming in and especially affecting George, George Harrison's compositions, but the rest of their composite, the rest of the Beatles' compositions as well. But it's still got that uh, classic folk feel. Uh, the lyrics are about a failed sexual encounter, and Lennon later said it was about um, an extramarital affair he was having, but he uh, made the lyrics vague enough so that his wife <laughs> couldn't find out. Um, and I really love the uh, the change in key in this sort of um, chorus. I say chorus, a lot of these songs don't have obvious verse-chorus um, structures, but um, yeah, I guess it's a chorus, but it, I love... Um, I love their use of harmony and melody throughout this album. It's really on point. And in many ways, to me, this is the perfect pop album. I don't think you can get better than this in terms of a pop album. Um, and then after Norwegian Wood, we'll play You Won't See Me, which is a Paul McCartney composition. 
So yeah, um, you're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1. We're doing a deep dive into Rubber Soul. Here is Norwegian Wood by The Beatles. Thunder of 
was You Won't See Me by The Beatles and before that we had Norwegian Wood, Norwegian Wood This Bird Has Flown also by The Beatles from their awesome sixth album Rubber Soul if you've just joined us we're doing a deep dive into The Beatles sixth album Rubber Soul um, yeah uh, that was an awesome song You Won't See Me it's written by Paul McCartney the vocals are great on that I really love the bass work on that uh, song it's really catchy and bouncy, and it's got that um, that classic Motown feel. And McCartney even said he was inspired by uh, James Jamison, who's one of the all-time great bass players and is uh, really known for his work with the Motown uh, label. Uh, the guitar strums on that song are super bright, and that's, that's a tone that carries throughout this album. You've got really bright, trebly guitar and the warm, bouncy bass, and uh, it just sounds really great. And it's really percussive as well. The harmonies on that song are so on point. Um, I really love On The Line, which is the sort of chorus, I guess, for the song. Uh, you Won't See Me, and you've got the ascending ha- uh, vocals saying, like, on each line they go up, a- each word they go up a note, and then you've got this descending bass line, so you get that contrary motion, which is where you have two uh, melodic lines going in opposite directions, and it sounds really great, it's really cool, and it's really sophisticated, and it's uh, definitely exemplifies their maturity as songwriters on this album. Moving on, uh, the next song I want to look at is Nowhere Man, which is written by John Lennon, and it's one of my favourites. Like every song on this album, the vocal harmonies are so great, um, especially um, on this on the line, Nowhere Man, Don't Worry, and you've got the uh, Lennon singing it, and his voice is really great, and then you've got um, Harrison and Paul McCartney singing um, this sort of percussive uh, vocalizations underneath and it sounds awesome this is apparently uh, the first Beatles song to not be about a relationship between uh, boys and girls which is um, I guess another example of how their uh, musical identity was growing and being becoming more sophisticated and complex um, I really love how chimey and compressed the guitars are in this song um, if you look online, you can find videos of people trying to replicate these tones with modern equipment, and they're using uh, two compressors for the guitar tone, which is like an intense level for um, for <laughs> for any song. 
notes, but it, it works so well. It's so crisp and clear, and it gives me you um, it gives me reminders of the birds and that sort of jangly pop feel. Uh, the lyrics focus on Lennon's feelings of self-loathing, which he explored in earlier songs such as I'm a Loser, which um, I guess obvious from that, the title of that song. But uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a really interesting song and the, the harmonies are really the focus. The vocals, to me, are the focus of the song. It sounds great. And I really love um, the drumming on this song has got some real great fills in it, especially leading into the chorus. Uh, Ringo Starr plays this sort of slight... Um, quiet little drum roll and it sounds great it's really awesome yeah uh, let's get into it uh, that's nowhere man by the Beatles and then after that we will have Michelle also by the Beatles you're listening to the deep dive on Monday Night Psych on Radio 191 FM here is nowhere man by the Beatles he's a real nowhere man sitting in Oh 
Michelle by the Beatles and before that we had Nowhere Man uh, from their album Rubber Soul I, I really love that song Michelle, it's such a great change up of pace from the rest, the first half of that album it's really cool it's got that use of French and it really gives you French sort of cafe vibes almost um, and the production is on point, the acoustic guitar has that really clear sort of chimey sound and it's playing that sort of um, pivoting riff between going between like playing a few notes and a really high note um, the main riff is really awesome which is the riff that introduces the song um, and the bass sounds really great it's so round and warm and they have that uh, section uh, sort of an instrumental break in the second half of the song that occurs about twice and the bass really comes up in the mix and plays its own sort of um, melody and it just sounds really great um, yeah coming up next I want to look at the song Girl, which was written by um, John Lennon. It's a similar vibe to Michelle. Uh, slightly different, though. Uh, the Vox are, uh, vocals are really fantastic, um, and he breathe, the way he breathes in after saying the word, word girl just sounds great. Allegedly, it was um, done to mimic taking a drag on a cigarette or a joint, but I have no idea. I cannot confirm if that is true. The bridge is awesome. The backing vocals sound so crisp, and they've got a really um, crisp, percussive feel to the rhythm of them. Uh, around about a 1 minute 30, there's this high, high lead guitar, plays this really great high-pitched chimey phrase, and you get this counterpoint with the vocals, and it sounds really awesome. And then you get this sort of, um, I say pre-outro, because it goes back 
um, into one of the earlier sections after this, but it, it really gives me this um, Greek folky rock feel. Um, it's this really staccato riff. Um, I say Greek folk rock, it's just Greek folk music. Um, it's this really staccato riff on the high part of an acoustic guitar, and it just sounds really great. And it's a really cool breakup of the rhythm, and um, I feel it really adds to the folk sort of atmosphere that you feel throughout this album. So yeah, uh, let's check that out. That's Girl, and then after that we'll play I'm Looking Through. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM. We are doing a deep dive into the Beatles album, Rubber Soul. Here is Girl by the Beatles. Is there anybody going to listen to my story All about the girl who came to stay She's the kind of girl you want so much it makes you sorry Still you don't regret a single day She promises the earth to me and I believe her After all this time I don't know why Ah, oh, girl Girl, girl She's the kind of girl who puts you down When friends are there you feel a She's looking good, she acts as if it's understood She's cool, ooh, ooh, ooh Girl, girl, girl Was she told when she was young that pain would lead to pleasure? Did she understand it when they said that a man
That was I'm Looking Through by The Beatles, and before that, we had Girl, both from the album Rubber Soul, which we're doing a deep dive into. That song, I'm Looking Through You, is real cool. It's written by Paul McCartney. You get these really awesome uh, contrasting verse and chorus, so you get the almost folky uh, verse with the acoustic guitar, and then you get the sort of lead guitar subtly, um, subtly you know, poking through. It's real bright and trebly. And then, um, then in the chorus, you get that bright sort of percussive um, guitar and keyboard combo. I think it's keys, but I'm not quite sure. Um, the production is great on this album, um, but particularly this song, the uh, the guitar tone. It's really bright, but it's not too harsh. It doesn't overwhelm anything, but it, it just sits really nicely in the mix, and it sounds great. Um, it's a uh, one of several songs that McCartney wrote about his troubled relationship with the actress uh, Jane Asher. Um, there's a few in this album actually um, hence the song I'm li- <laughs> the, the lyrics are, are not exactly um, subtle when you consider this fact but um, yeah it's a cool song uh, the next song I want to look at is possibly my, um, my favourite song on this album it's called In My Life um, it's attributed to McCartney and Lennon as all their songs were that were written by either Paul McCartney or John Lennon but this one is mainly written by John Lennon though there's a bit of contention about the melody which Paul McCartney claims he wrote a significant part of um, it's a really cool song I love the nostalgic feel that um, just pervades the song the main riff is so simple but it's catchy it's got that warm sort of trebly tone um, and it's chimey the vocals uh, they alternate between this harmonised line and just Lennon singing and it sounds really cool I love that um that texture dynamic they've got going on, uh, shifting between you know densely textured vocals and really thin, just one uh, vocal line. Uh, Ringo's drum pattern is so catchy and it's distinctive in the verse. Um, it kind of reminds me of the drum pattern he plays in um, Ticket to Ride, which is another one of their songs um, from A Hard Day's Night, I believe. But uh, it's just a real intricate, sort of weird tom pattern. He has a real distinct style, and I definitely recommend listening out for the drums in the song because they're real catchy and definitely not what you'd hear in many other um, bands. Uh, the harpsichord Baroque-style solo, um, which is such a key feature of the song, it sounds so distinctive and cool, and it's something you wouldn't hear in any other song at this sort of any other pop music song uh, at this time period. It's really cool. It's actually um, an electric piano played at half speed, it was played at um, half speed, and then sped up, so it uh, sounds faster, and it gives it that baroque feel, and also also, um, it raises it an octave, because they were using tape back then, so if you sped anything up, you had to raise it an octave, and um, to me, it really amplifies that nostalgic feeling, because you've got such a anachronism, you've got this um, baroque solo in this pop music piece, 
but uh, it sounds great. It's really cool. And that was played by uh, George Martin, who was a producer for all the Beatles albums except Let It Be. So yeah, let's check it out. This is In My Life, and then after that we will have Wait. Um, so yeah, here is In My Life by the Beatles from their awesome sixth album, Rubber Soul. Check it out. been a long time now i'm coming back home i've been away now oh how i've been alone wait till i come back to your side we forget the tears we cried but if your heart breaks don't wait turn me away and if your heart's been a long time now i'm coming back home i've been away now oh how i've been alone wait 
Wait by the Beatles, and before that, we had In My Life. That song, Wait, is uh, really cool because um, it uses uh, volume swells on the guitars, which is a really distinct sound, and it's uh, really unique to use it as like the main uh, harmonic content in the verse. Uh, if you don't know, a volume swell is when a guitarist um, turns down the volume on their uh, guitar and then they'll, they'll strum a chord or a note and uh, slowly sort of bring it up on the volume knob on their guitar, or they can use a pedal, or it can be done in post, but it gives it that sort of swelling, strange feel, um, which is used throughout the verse and chorus in the song. Um, it's really bright, biting guitar and the tone, so I feel like the use of the swells is a real sort of cool compromise between, between getting that really trebly, chimey tone without it being overpowering because it's only there for like a quick sort of burst, as it were. The percussion in the verse is also real cool. It's very, um, very Ringo Starr. It's almost minimalist in its construction. He, you know, he's only playing like on every second beat or so, but it sounds really great and gives it that really, um, danceable feel. And it's really impressive to me that he can uh, create such, um, catchy, dancey beats without having to play, you know, very complicated, uh, drum fills or anything and it sounds great um, and the bridge also sounds really fat P-H-A-T fat on that song um, let's go on to the next song it's If I Needed Someone which is a George Harrison composition uh, the riff is played on this 12 string Rickenbacker uh, which gives it that really compressed jangly feel that's super heavily associated with the birds and uh, originally the birds were inspired by the Beatles and then uh, the, ba- the Beatles later repaid the fa- favour very heavily on this album, I feel, because um, that jangly, bright, chimey guitar is all over Rubber Soul. Um, and I really love the production on the guitar. The reverb sounds so great. Um, and the harmonies in the song, as always, throughout this entire album, awesome, especially after the chorus, they sound great. The vocals are on point. Um, the bass line in the song it makes use of all these arpeggios, and arpeggio is where you play each individual note in a chord and it just sounds really awesome it's bouncy it's catchy the tone is uh fantastic yeah let's check it out um this is if i needed someone and then after that we'll play run for your life which is a john lennon composition you're listening to monday night psych we're doing a deep dive into rubber soul here is if i needed someone uh by the beatles If I needed someone 
That was Run For Your Life by The Beatles, and before that we had If I Needed Someone, uh, both from their awesome sixth album, Rubber Soul. That song, Run For Your Life, um, Lennon later really dismissed the song. He said it was uh, like rubbish, it was crap. Um, he said it was super misogynistic, which I guess that criticism is probably somewhat fair, considering the lyrics that are, <laughs> you should run for your life, uh, catch you with another man, Oh, I can't remember the lyric now. It's escaped my mind. But uh, you heard them. They were uh, less, less than stellar from a progressive point of view, um, which is a shame because I think musically I really enjoy that track, though uh, many critics have described it as one of the worst Beatles tracks ever. Um, I really love that cool intro. It's got that slide guitar. It's got that descending uh, chromatic riff. Uh, descending chromatic riff followed by that cool slide guitar up which Harrison, George Harrison played and George Harrison actually claimed 
uh, allegedly said this was his favourite track from the album, so uh, getting some very contrasting opinions from the band. Um, I really love the harmonies in the chorus. They just sound so great and super catchy. I love listening to it. Um, Lennon based it around an early Elvis track, but uh, yeah, uh, you can hear that. It, it sounds very country feel, which is um, probably the most common genre before sort of rock and roll and rockabilly came around, that and jazz. So um, you can definitely hear those early Elvis country influences in the song. Uh, we're nearly at the end of the deep dive, but to finish off this week, I thought I'd play a song, not from this album, but from the same time period by the Beatles. It's a paperback writer, which is one of my favourite Beatles songs. It's written by Paul McCartney. Um, it's got that awesome, you know, sort of not quite fuzzy intro, but nice distortion. I love the layering on it. The guitar is so crunchy. It sounds great. The main riff is unbelievably catchy. You've got that super bouncy bass line. It's so boppy. Definitely recommend listening to the bass line in this song if you haven't before. You've got that really cool catchy drum pattern and it works so well over that main riff I love the interplay between them and I really love the harmonies on Paperback Rider when they say the words Paperback Rider especially you get some cool reverb effects leading out um, into the choruses and stuff from that song, uh, from that lyric it sounds awesome the song was written by Paul McCartney after his aunt asked him to write a song not about love so he wrote a song about a man named Leah um, or about a book by a man named Leah. Um, it's got some of my favourite Beatles lyrics. Um, it's very um, observational, I guess, or it's it's written like a letter um, to a publisher, which I think is a really cool, unique idea and style to write a song, and just sounds awesome. So yeah, uh, to conclude our deep dive for this week, I'm going to be playing Paperback Writer by the Beatles. So here it is. Paperback.
That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.